Welcome to Bridge City Church. We are here to lead people in a deeper relationship with Jesus and to grow the church locally, nationally and internationally. We pray you are blessed by this message. My message this morning is Jesus, the only hope of the world. And I want to read to you from Isaiah 9 verse 2 this morning and Matthew 4.16. Thank you, worship team. That was beautiful. And good morning to our online audience as well. Isaiah 9.2. The people who walked in darkness have seen a great light. Those who dwelt in the land of the shadow of death, upon them a light has shined. And Matthew 4.16, the people who sat in darkness have seen a great light. And upon those who sat in the region and shadow of death, light has dawned. Heavenly Father, we thank you this morning that we can all be here. We come freely, Lord. We thank you for this great nation of ours that allows us to worship you freely. We thank you for this day that we can come and declare Jesus as Saviour and Lord. We thank you, Lord, that you sent Jesus for us. Lord, we just commit this morning into your hands this whole day. Father, I ask that you would make my tongue as the pen of a skillful writer to portray, Lord, and to embed into our hearts the truth of the word that you want each of us to hear this morning. We give you praise and we give you thanks for who you are and all you do. And I give all the glory to you. Holy Spirit, you are so welcome in this place this morning. And everyone said, Amen. The two pieces of scripture that I read this morning, one is in the Old Testament, one is in the New And I just want to make a quick comparison about that because uh, in the Old Testament they were walking in the darkness and they were living in darkness. But in the New Testament when Jesus came, that light that shone in the past dawned like a new day. So we've come into a new covenant in Christ Jesus our Lord and what hope that gives us. It's so important that we take the inspiration that we find in Christmas and in the first Christmas when Christ was born. And, you know, as we take inspiration in that, we need to be reminded of the hope that is ours in him. And also to speak that hope and live that hope and life and light wherever we go because we know Jesus and we are becoming more like him and we are walking in him day by day. We're not where we need to be but we're certainly not where we were. And so for us, our hope is in Christ Jesus and it's amazing because he's an amazing God. That first Christmas was the declaration and the fulfilment of the promise that had been spoken right through the Old Testament. There was a thread of red, the thread of the blood of Jesus flowing through all of the Old Testament, speaking of the hope of the Messiah that was to come. And we know him as Jesus, as Saviour and Lord. But what is hope really? When you think about it, hope is being optimistic. It's based on beliefs and things that, Tomorrow is going to get better, no matter how bad things are looking today. Hope is that essence of anchoring yourself, not in what you see, not in what you feel, not in what you hear, but in the truth of Lord Jesus Christ, in the goodness of God, in his love and his amazing gift to us of Christ. 
it's basing our lives not on the things that are happening around us, not in the rescue that we needed because Jesus' name meant saviour, but it also meant rescuer and it also means Emmanuel, God with us. But You know, when so many people around the world today are living without a source of hope, we know who that hope is and Jesus is the only hope of the world. He is the only way because he said, I'm the way, I am the truth and I am the light. Jesus is the light of the world and where the light is, there can be no darkness. So the Christmas story is such a message of hope to all of us. So when... Jesus was born 2,000 years ago. His birth announced that rescue that many people at the time had been longing for. It was believed that the Messiah that was coming was going to come into the world and rescue rescue them from the hopelessness and the darkness that they were in at the time. In Israel, we know that the Romans had conquered and... There was so much happening at that time and they were waiting for a deliverer, a saviour, a messiah who was going to come and set them all free. They did not expect him to come in the form of a baby. It was believed that Jesus would come, rescue them from the hopelessness of their situation. The shepherds that were in the field were looking for that hope. They followed the light. They followed the star, the star of Bethlehem. And two years ago, we saw that star of Bethlehem in the skies above Murray Bridge and above Australia. It's not there now, but we know the hope is Jesus and he's our light. So the shepherds were following that light, looking for the hope. It was the hope that God hadn't forgotten about the world that he made And that Jesus was going to be God's answer and he was and he is and he will be. Matthew 1.21 says, And she, that's Mary, will have a son and you are to name him Jesus for he will save his people from their sins. Luke 2.28-32 Simeon was there. He took the child, that's Jesus, in his arms and praised God saying, Sovereign Lord. Now let your servant die in peace as you have promised. I have seen your salvation, which you have prepared for all people. He is a light to reveal God to the nations and the glory of your people Israel. Amazing, amazing. It was prophesied, it was promised and it came to pass. You know, when we look about rescuing, when we think about rescuing, we know that if we're in an emergency, we're reaching out. We're looking to help those around us who don't know. Sometimes people don't even know that there's an emergency upon them. But when we know what the answer is and who the answer is for that rescue, we've got to tell others who that answer is and the way to find him. So, you know, the way of rescue is Jesus. And I ask myself today how much am I keeping that to myself how much am I sharing Jesus how much am I loving Jesus how much am I bringing that hope that he wants us to bring into our world in a year where perhaps the darkness can at times have felt more overwhelming than the light perhaps the greatest gift that we could give and receive this Christmas is the hope in the rescuing, saving, loving, merciful grace of God. 
You've probably prepared gifts and given them and you probably have received them. But I just wonder how much hope we are speaking into the lives of our loved ones, of our neighbours, of our family, those who don't yet know Jesus as the hope of the world. So let's look at the gift of hope. God came in the form of a baby, born in the humblest of conditions, and born to give us hope as our rescuer, our salvation, Emmanuel, our Jesus, God with us. And then 2,000 years later, in the darkness, in the pain, and in the chaos that we sometimes see around us, he still comes. He still comes into our hearts. He still comes and says, this is the way, walk ye in it. He still makes a way in the darkness. He shines a light for us to say, you may not know where you're going, but here's your next step. Here's the next thing that you need to do. Because we don't need no... We don't need to know the very end of our story. All we need to know is that today we're walking in the path God sets for us and that we're walking in that next step that he's prepared for us and he makes that way. And our hope in Christ is not a maybe, it's a no. It's a no-so. It's a hope in the person of Jesus. It's a, it's a belief in his word. It's an understanding that the word of God speaks to us today. The word of God is powerful. It's living. It's sharper than any two-edged sword. And the word of God shows us the way that we need to live our lives. It's not in our circumstances, whether we're having a good day or a bad day. We're not subject to all of those things around us. We have a deep and abiding hope and love for Christ Jesus our Lord because he came for us. And not only did he come for us, he died for us. And not only did he stay dead, but three days later he rose again. That's the gospel. We're not serving and loving a saviour who's in the grave. We're serving and loving a risen saviour who is Christ Jesus the Lord, who's God himself incarnate. He came that we might know that life, no matter how bad things might feel or how bad things seem to you. Hope is an optimism. It's a belief in the good things that will happen with faith in God through Christ Jesus it's why we pray. When we pray, we're exercising faith and we're exercising and putting to, to, into our faith muscles the hope that we have in Jesus, knowing that no matter what our, our life is looking like, God has a plan for us. God has a perfect plan for us. And no matter what's coming against you, no matter how down you might feel, no matter how alone you might feel, no matter how sick you might feel, Jesus has given you today, we have today, we can praise him today, we can worship him today because he's a mighty saviour, he's a wonderful Lord and he is good because God is good. Amen? Hope is to take on board all the promises that are yes and amen or yay, yay. I've been listening to the old King James in the car on the way up this morning. Yay, yay. We say yay to the promises of God. Hope is vital the Bible says that hope deferred can make the heart sick, but a longing fulfilled is a tree of life. How many of us are praying for things that we're not seeing coming to pass? And yet in Christ, our hope, we know that as we pray according to his will, it will come to pass. We fix our eyes on Jesus, the author and the perfecter, the finisher of our faith. And not only in the now, but in the future and all he wants to do.
all he wants to do. Having hope in God through Jesus links your past to your present onto your future. It anchors you to know what God wants you to do. Or maybe you don't know what it is, but it's stating by faith, God, you have a plan. I'm trusting you for that plan. I know that you will complete or perfect that which concerns me today, despite what I think, despite what I feel, despite the churning in my gut. (laughs) Does anyone know what I'm talking about? We're trusting God. We're putting our hope in God and we're lifting him up. You see, hope brings light. And the absence of light is darkness. And darkness, when it comes, it snuffs out hope and it snuffs out life. And darkness can be paired symbolically with evil or sin as well. But Jesus said that light, on the other hand, is God's revelation. It's his holiness. It's his goodness, his knowledge, his wisdom, his grace. And it's God's revelation to us in John 8, 12. He said, Jesus spoke to them again saying, I am the light of the world. He who follows me shall not walk in darkness, but have the light of life. Hope is being able to see light despite all of the darkness. Something I heard Bishop Desmond Tutu say once. Hope is being able to see light despite all of the darkness we see around. Hope is a match in the dark, in a dark tunnel, a moment of light, a glimmer of light, just enough for us to see the next step we're to take, just enough for us to know that God is with us, no matter how we're feeling. And ultimately, the path out of darkness into his marvellous light. We were once all in darkness, those of us who know Jesus, but he has called us forth into his marvellous light. Isn't that an amazing thought? Isn't that an amazing thought that God came in the flesh to show us the way to live the life and to die the death and to be raised in resurrection for each one of us? To have hope is to make a difference in your world. It's to have an outcome on your life, knowing that God is ordering your steps. He's making a way for you. And whatever we think about it, hope is part of everyone's life. I hope lunch is good. (laughs) I hope the price of petrol goes down. I hope I have a year of health. I hope, I hope, I hope. Fill in the blanks. We all have hopes. But unless we anchor those hopes in Christ Jesus... They shift around a little, don't they? So let's unwrap it just a little bit further and then I'm going to finish before too long. Another hour or so. (laughs) Let's look at hope past, hope present and hope future. What is the longest you've ever waited for something in your past? You see, the people of Israel, they were waiting. They were waiting for their Messiah. Their entire history was marked by waiting. They're going through Hanukkah at the moment. I spoke with a friend from Israel last night and it's a great celebration. Hanukkah is actually matched with Christmas this year. In Israel, they were all looking for their Messiah to come. They were looking for that light in the darkness. They were looking with hope. That's hope past. 
The Old Testament, as I said, is full of prophecies of Messiah. Isaiah 7, 14. Therefore the Lord himself will give you a sign. The virgin will conceive and give birth to the son and call him Emmanuel. The history of the Jews was marked by waiting, waiting, waiting. And they're still waiting for their Messiah. They're still waiting, but we know he has come. And his name is Yeshua, Jesus, Son of God. The promises that we've waited on don't always make the waiting easy. But what we do when we're in Christ Jesus is we wait patiently. And patience is not patience unless it's tried. And in the past, if you've received Jesus, you know that your hope was fulfilled in receiving Jesus as Saviour and Lord. God's gift to us. Hope passed. Hope present in the midst of life's questions. Do you ever find yourself wishing you just knew what was going to happen? Just wishing you knew what the outcome was going to be. You see, if we knew the outcome to everything, then we wouldn't need to exercise faith. And we wouldn't need to put our hope in the promises of God. And we do that. You see, trials are the very thing that strengthens us. And it strengthens our faith in God. Because we can walk in God's peace and God's presence even though the sea might be as stormy as around us. But when Jesus is with you, you have a deep peace and a deep contentment that is unshakable. That's the hope we have in Christ. We can trust in his plan for us. Because he is the light of the world, he's the very present help in times of need and he never leaves us, he never forsakes us. He is a friend that sticks closer than a brother. Today as we celebrate Christmas, we know and hold fast to the faith and the hope that Jesus has come and made a way for us to be one with God through forgiveness of our sins. His coming changes everything. It marks a line in the sand between the calendar, the BC and the AD. Without Jesus, we wouldn't have Christian names. We'd have pagan names. (laughs) Without Jesus, we wouldn't be here today. Without Jesus, I wouldn't be alive. If you don't know Jesus... As Saviour and Lord, today's the day to reach out. Can I ask the stewards to give out the communion, please? And we come to Hope Future. While our focus at Christmas time is the birth of Jesus and his arrival in the world, Christmas is also about the future. It's not just about preparing our hearts for Christmas, but also preparing our hearts for when Christ comes back again, his second coming. You see, he's coming back for his church. And we experience the pain and suffering today. And while we do that, we know that today is one less day that we're going to have to wait because eternity is coming. Sometimes it's hard to wait, as I said, but hope in Jesus will anchor us. And help us to reach into the future that is ours in him. Knowing 
the plans that he has for us as we walk each one of those plans out day by day. And our hope in Jesus will help us to build a life that he wants us to have. And also our hope in Jesus as we walk into the future will help us to make the main thing, the main thing, and that is bringing Christ to a lost world that needs to know his hope, needs to know his love, and needs to know that no matter how desperate or discouraged or disappointed they are, when you put your trust in Jesus, the hope that you have in him takes you through in the strength that is yours as a believer in him. Hope is continuing to pray for the ones that you're believing for, not giving up. Hope is in the goodness of God as we build that future that's going to glorify God and see the name of Jesus above our community, above our communities. See the name of Jesus lifted high as people see Christ the risen Lord, the hope of glory. See the thankfulness that we walk in and the expectation which is the hope we have in him for all he wants to do in us and through us. In those we love and in those that we love that are yet to come to faith. You see, there's only two kinds of people in the world, the believers and the not yet believers. As we come around communion now, I just want to read to you from Corinthians 11, 1 Corinthians. For I received from the Lord that which I also delivered to you, that the Lord Jesus, on the same night in which he was betrayed, took bread. And when he had given thanks, he broke it and said, Take, eat. This is my body, which is broken for you. Do this. In remembrance of me. Let's eat the bread together. In the same manner, he also took the cup after supper, saying, This cup is the new covenant in my blood. This do as often as you drink it in remembrance of me. Let's take the cup. For as often as you eat this bread and drink this cup, you proclaim the Lord's death till he comes. Christ Jesus, the hope of the world, past, present and future. Heavenly Father, we thank you today. As we've sat on your word, we've received your word, Father, as we've come around your communion. We thank you, Lord, for the hope that you've given us by sending your son, the Lord Jesus Christ, born in a manger, coming as a babe. But Lord, we thank you that he's coming back. 
on a white horse and on his thighs will be written King of Kings and Lord of Lords. We thank you for the hope you've given us, past, present and future. We thank you, Lord God, that you have done all that we need to know, all that we need to receive and God, we just thank you and we celebrate you in the hope that is ours through Christ Jesus our Lord. We thank you, Father God, for all that you do, all that you've done and all that you're about to do. Lord, I pray for each one here today and listening online, Lord, that you would bless them, that you would keep them, that you would make your face shine upon them, you would lift up your countenance upon them and give them peace as they leave this place today shining Jesus and shining the hope that is theirs in you. Father, we commit this day into your hands in the precious and the matchless and the wonderful name of Jesus, the name that is above every name. And everyone said, Amen. Amen. God bless you all. Have a very Merry Christmas and I'll see you next year. (laughs) Thank you for joining with us today. If you would like to find out more, you can get in touch with us on our website at bridgecitychurch.com.au. See you next time.